Congrats, listener. Your favorite hour of the week has come again at last, when you can finally take a breath, drop your worries, and maybe even close your eyes as you're whisked away on the docile tones of three dudes in their 30s stumbling over arguments they know next to nothing about. You truly are living the dream. It's For or Against, the podcast for new friends by old friends. I'm your host, Mike McFadden, and with me today are my friends Patrick Lothian and Mike Winan, both of whom I have known during seven presidential administrations and one failed coup. How's it going, guys? Going very well, Mike. Good hey, to, Mike just like to Mike. remind our listeners that Mike Winan writes this copy. I just read it. <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, that is right true. Seven presidential. That's how old we really are. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into Patrick um, Lothian's uh, weekly update. What's your we- weekly update for us, Patrick? I was sick this last week. Oh, and there's a lot of times that with I the big I one. I don't know. I mean, it's it's possible. Apparently, the the COVID uh, new strain shows up more of a uh, stomach situation than a lung situation. That's what they're saying in the hospitals um, <clears throat> near here. Uh, so it's possible that I had it, and I forgot how like actually being sick sucks real bad. I don't like feeling sick and or being sick. It's no are good. You, are you still sick or you you were sick? Uh, today's the first day that I feel mostly normal, but I don't know if the part that's not mostly is just my normal, how I don't feel good usually. <laughs> so. Get ready for some laughs from the Lothian household. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for sharing, Pat. Sorry. Life is misery. Uh, Wynand, what's going on with you? Uh <laughs> I bought some harmonicas, so I'm gonna learn how to do that. I feel like you've done yeah, this several times in your life. But hold I on. had some 20 years ago. But... Hold on, Pat. Did did you not hear that really well at the beginning? No, it, it cut out a little deep. Yeah, <laughs> the zoom is like, is that music? It tries yeah. to zone it out, thinking it's like background music. Oh, so. that's funny. Well, for our but, listeners uh, at home, I happen to know that that was a great harmonica playing. Uh, if history <laughs> is any indicator of uh, future harmonica playing. So I'm going to give it a go. I'll give it a try and, and actually learn getting, actual songs this time. Getting the band back together? <laughs> we'll see. We got to convince Rob. Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> or are you starting your own Austin? I mean, isn't that what you do in Austin? Join like a, a start bands? Band? Yeah, you got to be in five bands at a time, I think. Yeah, that's the rules. <laughs> you should be in just a five person harmonica band yeah yeah that sounds very austin so it does sound pretty austin um <laughs> mike well, what's going on with you man my update uh, is that this is officially the last week of summer i go back to work on monday and i'm looking forward my to condolences. it I'm very, I'm, no i'm oh, I'm, I'm excited to it yes i know it, it's are. well i think it's because i spent almost an entire year teaching from this very desk and yeah. i'm like ready <laughs> to actually do the thing that i do yeah. i've like been on the the bench like waiting and uh and they refurbished they didn't refurbish but they they reoriented the layout of my classroom and it was like a pretty big job they had to like pull out some counters and sort of repurpose some desks so now instead of having like three rows and like a traditional computer lab layout, it's like a big open space with all of the computers around the perimeter so that they can get up and they can actually go and like collaborate with each other. So I'm pretty jazzed. <laughs> That's how I always pictured your classroom for some reason. The way that I just described? Teaching in the round? Yeah. Well, it, well, it's not. It it was like a very traditional three rows. And yeah, like I always want literally just explain that. 
Yeah, I apologize. I'm sorry. Hey, gang, <laughs> what do you say? For old time's sake, we play some for or against just this once. Each one of us will present a topic or three. We'll argue about those topics, maybe change our minds halfway through, and then decide if we are all together now for or, or against. against. Pat didn't read ahead. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go ahead and uh, get right to it. Pat, what's your first topic this evening? Uh, so I just installed a new match like three match game on my phone three match game like you have to match match things to get like you match up three plus jelly beans or whatever together candy crush is the is the big player is the big player yeah Yeah. so my question is well this is not going to be a good topic for you then (laughs) (laughs) four well okay if if you haven't played like matching games what are your thoughts on any kind of like time wasting mobile games? I'm gonna start with Wine and. Uh, they're very valuable because otherwise I just start thinking about uh, <laughs> how life is misery, as we discussed earlier <laughs> at the top of the show. Uh, the one I'm doing right now is called Poly Bridge Two, where you have to build these bridges using polygons over a gorge, and it's very very <laughs> difficult. Um, because you know it's not actual physics it's just games physics so you don't know how things are actually going to work so i like games like that where i have to think and one level may take you know i'll go back to it for five minutes Uh every other day for a month and then solve it but Mm -hmm. the match three games get pretty repetitive and pretty boring Uh, i happen to know someone very close to me who's in that space um and uh there's no innovation <laughs> at all in those toys so as long as you know that it's it, it, it's part of turning your brain off you know that could be very zen that could be very cool mm-hmm. um just don't let it uh, consume other parts of your life i say so four McFadden. Uh, um do you remember the desktop matching game snood from like yes. middle school high school oh yeah is that is that categorically what we're referring to but generally similar mobile? But it's okay. more of a swipey situation. Okay, I, I played a lot of Snood when I was in high school to the point where I don't know. I don't know if this ever happened to you, but like you would fall asleep, but like dream playing oh, yeah. the game, oh, no, no. <laughs> and then wake up and be like, "Whoa, I was playing Snood in my dreams. I think I'm playing Snood in reality too much." Um, so I think it was around that time when I quit those games. I had to go cold turkey because. <laughs> I don't know. In some things, I've got an addictive personality, and that that wasn't right for me. So I'm against the matching games, but I do like what I would describe as like casual mobile games, where like you just sort of play to fill the time. Like you've got five minutes, where like you have to wait in this line, and uh, I think that those are good. A little while ago, um, on, on a couple of podcasts, there was some like someone making the rounds of the podcast circuit that I listened to. And like, it was all about how video gaming can actually have positive um, effects on your mental state. Um, But it's it's sort of like specific types of games, um, like puzzle games were sort of in that category in like a lot of casual games where like, if your mind's racing, if you play five minutes of a video game like that, then it can sort of like recenter you and like get you to stop spinning. Um, and there's one game that I have a, as a go-to for this, and this is probably my only video game recommendation that you may or, that you probably don't know of, Pat specifically, and Mike, you're a big gamer too, but Alto's Adventure. Oh, it's yeah. an, it's an endless runner snowboarding mm-hmm. game. And I not only like the game, 
um, because it's kind of fun. Um, but like your goal is to like go collect alpacas through like this endless mountain run and evade like the, the villagers. Um, but like the, the story behind the developer is really cool. It was a guy who wanted to create this game and he like created a couple prototypes and then like realized that the fastest way that he was going to get this main, get this game made is to learn game development. And so oh. it's just sort of like a cool story. Um, in that regard, he built it on unity, which is the game engine that I use. So I think that's cool as well. Um, so I am for these games with the caveat that I gave at the beginning, Pat, how about you? Well, real quick the game that I'm playing, I thought did have some innovation in the space. Um, so you have these different characters that represent the different colors. And the first match that you make, you have like four seconds to make another match. And if you make another match, then you have like three seconds to make another match. And then all of that goes to your characters and they like fight somebody. So each time Ooh. it's, it's almost like the opposite of some of the other games. That's where like it's like world of, world of wizards what's it called i have you know? no idea you don't know what the game is called we spend hours playing <laughs> oh what's the game that i'm playing called? Yeah. oh i could look at it real quick um but it's Empires kind of stressful and... almost yeah um it's called match heroes match heroes okay um anyway so Steel i pat's approval yeah i uh overall am for but I think especially with a, a matching type of game, you reach a point where it's no longer like fun, but like when you're into that point where it's like to either a level, you have to pay five bucks to get past it, or it's going to take two weeks and it's just frustrating. And it's not like an enjoyment thing anymore. And I, I have a hard time stopping before I get to that point. And mm. I think I would like it more if I could more easily go, okay, I got what I, wanted out of this it was enjoyed meant for a couple weeks and now i'm done self so self-control yeah that, that's the <laughs> that thing i've not... heard of I'm, i don't have any personal experience with it yes yeah. all right so where are you for or against four all right <laughs> good all right we're moving on it's my turn now this is lightning asking it's round um and uh pat last week recited four former Olympic events that no longer exist. I thought that was a lot of fun. And so sort of in that same vein, um, I have three competitions that are like global to, to a certain degree affairs um, that, that are not in the Olympics and probably never will be, but maybe, maybe they could be in the future. And the first one um, takes place in uh, Shaoyang City, China, and it is the bee-wearing competition <laughs> where contestants presumably earn the most points for wearing the most number of bees for the longest duration. Um, and we're talking about like bees, <laughs> not do, do bees. people get stung you know, during this competition. I have to imagine that they do. <laughs> They're wearing bees. Do. bees. <laughs> um, I, maybe that's part of it. Um, so I guess my, the, the for or against angle that I'd like you to take is one, is this something that you'd like to participate in? Um, <laughs> And and or no and do you want to be a spectator at the uh, global bee wearing competition in Shaoyang City, China? Let's start with that. I have no interest in either of those situations. <laughs> um, okay. I've well, seen because this. you don't want to travel all the way to China for this. It. What if it was It'd like very pricey? <laughs> if, it in, if it was in Knoxville, like would you go to the bee wearing competition? 
I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> he hasn't gone uh, many places. So. Or what if the contestants were allergic to bees? <laughs> Does that pique your interest? <laughs> no, I don't like seeing things on TV where like, this person might die if this goes wrong. So I'm still against mm. that. All right, fair enough. Uh, Michael, do you want to participate and or uh, attend? I'm Please. not participating, so I can give you that one right there. <laughs> I feel like I would, would want to attend it just because, you know, uh, I didn't, this didn't percolate in my brain as anything imaginable. <laughs> so <laughs> I would love to see a person who's really into this. Like, yeah, I practice with, with my bees. Um, I feel like this is another sport similar to the plunge where the wider and bigger you are, the actual beneficial it is uh, yeah. because you can fit more bees. Yeah. More also, surface you've area. Got, uh, yeah. The blubber will serve as a, uh, as a kind of a, uh, protect your vital organs. Also, Save the bees. So the raising bees for bee Olympic bee competitions means more bees. So I'm for. Okay, yeah, you guys are both right. Um, this We're is not something. Right. You're both right that this is not something that you should participate in. <laughs> Nobody should do this. <laughs> that being said, there are people that do this. I want to see it. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go all the way to China just for it, but uh, if it was like you know, a couple towns there. over, like if if the bee wearing competition was in Waukegan, <laughs> I would go. Um, so I, I feel like for. there's a lot of weird stuff like this probably all around us that you probably wouldn't actually go to. Like mm, we have well, chicken I'm shit bingo here, in specifically Austin. about bee wearing because <laughs> that's the topic. <laughs> You're right. Mean, that like, I don't probably... think you would actually do, like if you were actually gonna watch this then you should look in to see what other kind of weird stuff's going on save that thought pat we'll come back oh. to that a little bit later okay let's move um on to mike winan's first topic of the evening yeah my topic um i am now of an age as i get older that the uh, instagram uh, algorithm and now the tiktok algorithm uh, feel that i need a uh, skin a skincare routine um, <laughs> and i'm curious as two men of, of a similar age um do you have a skincare routine is skincare important to men? Is it a double standard that we don't uh, have it? I mean, listen, my wife has enough creams and ointments and tinctures uh, and solves that my bathroom essentially looks like a 19th century Victorian apothecary. So I don't <laughs> want to go that far. But is there some place that men can go and be like, hey, I feel better about myself. I feel better about my skin. Mike McFadden, you're a good looking guy. Pat, you're all right, you. too. Um, <laughs> I want to know, uh, do you guys have skincare routines and should I dive into this world that clearly seems uh, expansive? Uh, let's start with Patrick. Uh, am, am I answering if you should or if, if I'm you, for Do you have a skincare routine? You, um, you consider I, a skincare routine? with a new baby, struggle to find time to shower more than once a week. Very fair. So, <laughs> moments. <laughs> Hygiene's not, not high on the list, huh? No, I mean, it'd be one thing if I saw people, but it's also COVID. COVID plus baby plus working at home equals showering. No so there have been times where I've had like a, a skin lotion and uh, or different stuff, especially during acne times. But uh, right now, no skincare routine. And I'm that's not on my list of priorities. All right. How about Mike McFadden? Okay, Former just a prom king. Not prom king. Wasn't Home even nominated. King. Turnabout <laughs> attendant tied. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
we're talking specifically face care, right? We're not talking yeah, about like yeah. facial skin. Okay. Skin care. So, um, this is when I turned 30, I consulted my older brother to say, Hey, Bill, now that I'm 30, should I be, you know, taking care of, of this? <laughs> should, should I be, should I be doing anything? He's usually the guy that I go to for matters of this nature. Um, and he basically just said, uh, he wasn't really doing anything. And I, I could be remembering this incorrectly. So like, he didn't really have anything like formal. Um, and so I, I don't really have anything, but after this past year, my, the bags under my eyes have gotten very pronounced. And, uh, I think I might need to start find, or, or maybe it's too late. Maybe I should have caught it before <laughs> it happened. And now I'm just going to be old bag eyes. Um, <laughs> so I'm definitely for this. I, I have nothing against this. Um, I would say that I don't know if this is necessarily what you're talking about, but when I was like in my mid to late 20s, I started wearing makeup um, because I still had bad like teenage acne. And that was part of your stand one stand up routine. That was very funny. I don't even remember it. Yeah. You how your mom helped you with your makeup when you're still working, living from home. Uh, well, going on job like interviews a good premise um <laughs> so anyway i think that we need to normalize um makeup for men in uh you know because like you don't have to look like you have this terrible like giant like rudolph the red nosed reindeer zit on your nose just put a little cover up on it and it like basically disappears so i think i'm for facial skincare routines in all forms and I'm in the I'm a, I'm in the market. I need to figure something out because <laughs> these bags are only going to get worse. Well, these these ads kept coming and coming and coming until I finally did give in. So here, Ooh. gentlemen, arrived in the mail today. The the one the package that seemed to be uh, the most uh, affordable or at least reasonably priced. Um, it's got four different things I'm supposed to put on my face at various times of days. The thing that drew me to it was it's the uncomplicated skincare for men registered trademark. Sounds pretty. Sounds four times more complicated than I. <laughs> but it have. does have a set of instructions that I'm showing you on the camera that is front and back. <laughs> so, so it doesn't seem that uncomplicated. But uh, watch this space or watch this face, uh, and we'll see if uh, if I feel more confident, feel more vibrant. Um, that's Can you the do goal. it before and after. Uh, I, I honestly don't think for the gram to be that noticeable, but Mike, I have we'll a question. Uh, yeah. At one point, Mark Zuckerberg felt that I had blackheads. And so there was like a very specific, like black tar thing that you put on. And then like, they would like in the videos, like rip off the face mask and you would That's see these gross. like inches deep. <laughs> I don't know what they were come out. Is that the thing that you got or is yours? No, no, this has got, so I've got That's a morning extreme. routine, which has a, has a rinse. And then a scrub that I'm supposed to do twice a week to exfoliate. Then a super serum that I do evenly across my face. And then I dab my eyes with this eye serum. And then there's an AM moisturizer. Then at night, I got to rinse my face with the wash again. Then use the PM super serum, use that. And then there's a PM moisturizer. So I think that's six things I just named that I have to do. I uh, use I don't a three-in-one really body wash. <laughs> I use a three-in-one body wash. This is not for me. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather pieces of my face fall off than <laughs> do that every day. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I got more time on my hands. Now. I don't have a commute. Maybe I'm just trying to fill the void. 
Very good. Get another dog. All right, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. Foragainstpod.com slash shop is our store. You should go there and check out some of the stuff we have on offer. Sure, it costs money, but what doesn't these days, right? I'll tell you what, because we're new friends, the first person to reach out to us on Instagram at foragainstpod and politely ask for a thing that they want from the shop will get it for free. The only stipulation is that you can never have met any of the hosts of this show in person before. Ooh. This is a new friends only kind of deal. Got enough you, also have to, you also have to live in the lower 48. <laughs> because Sorry, Courtney. We can't ship uh, elsewhere. Courtney moved outside of the uh, No, the she lower knows 40. us already. Oh, She's yes. Old friends, you can go to foragainstpod.com slash shop and buy something the old-fashioned way because that's what friends are for. And we're back. All right, gentlemen, let's uh, go on to round number two here. Pat, I think we're back to you. What do you have for us? Pawn reality TV shows. <laughs> are there more than one? Oh, yeah. There are okay. more than just the stars? Yeah, there's All right. Queens and there's another one. Oh, there's, there's that Christ. one in Detroit. I saw that on an airplane once. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you seem like you know more than the one. So let's <laughs> go with you, Wynan. Uh, I know for a fact that these are completely all set up. Like all the things are pre-purchased, um, but it's like a history thing. Um, and uh, and I don't know. I got uh, I got some antiques. It, it's a really great way to, to spend some time in a hotel at a conference when you don't want to go <laughs> to the ca- cocktail party and you say, oh, I've got a meeting, but instead you just watch Pawn Stars. Guy Fieri is also very good for that niche. Um, <laughs> but I feel like these channels, I think the History Channel and the Food Network are really only piped into hotels. <laughs> That's really the only <laughs> time I would ever watch them. I've been off unplugged forever. Um, no, I'm not going to download the History Channel app to watch this. Um, but sometimes there's you got that itch and sometimes you want to hear somebody say, I'm a buyer at, you know, $450. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm four. I like it. OK, McFadden, you're you're super blurry, but you can still talk to us. Yeah, uh, no, these shows are garbage. Um, they're <laughs> absolutely like they're they're based on nothing. Like they're totally fabricated. Yeah, and so all made up. it's like, let's take an uninteresting topic <laughs> and let's just lie about it. <laughs> for an hour and and then like you go down a spiral of watching you know these shows and and they're just terrible they're really god awful and um i have no interest in them i don't want to watch them i think they are uh just shit <laughs> so, that is an against sounds so like no I'm, against, no I'm against these things um, i i used to really like these kind of shows or like the I would, I would watch a episode or two of the like storage wars or, or something like that. That was and, the worst. It's even worse than storage wars was the most fabricated. There's no, no way that those things oh, yeah. just like, Oh, a Picasso <laughs> never happened. In the history of storage. Um, but <laughs> history one, <of> storage. <laughs> um, I got an email one day from a friend that said, Hey, I'm going to be on, I think it was pawn Queens again. Um, at this time i'm like oh that's awesome and i checked it out and i texted him and he had sold his uncle's uh or he wanted to sell his uncle's cigarettes from like the early 1900s and aren't there any good anymore (laughs) the guy didn't want to pay what he wanted and i was like oh i'm sorry you couldn't get any money for that and he's like oh that was fake and i'm like what do you mean and then he explained that he just he's an actor and he just went in they're like these are the cigarettes 
try to get them to $300. And that was it. And I was just like, are you like, just like McFadden said, this is the stupidest thing ever. Like once you know that this along with 99.9% of all reality shows are completely fabricated. It's like, what's the point? It ruins it. Who took the reality out of my reality shows? Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm right. going to be shit. against it. Well. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're on to my next topic. And my next topic is another competition that we might find in a future Olympics. Um, and it takes place in uh, Witcham, England. Or I think that's how you pronounce it W I T C H A M. It's England. Oh, sorry. England. Um, and it's the world pea shooting championships it's been held annually since 1971 on the second saturday in july we're talking and vegetables or ding-dongs we're talking vegetables not ding-dongs okay, gotcha um the peas are shot the vegetable i had a 12 inch target smeared with I had a 12 inch ding-dong <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope uh it's glazed with uh putty so i uh, presumably the pea sticks uh, or some it's basically a blow gun, but you shoot peas out of it. This is what they do in England. Again, we're um, still not talking about wings, right? <laughs> not wings, okay. vegetables. Um, are you for or against the pea shooting competition? Uh, Pat, let's start with you. Um, in the spirit of a sport that you can still get and win a medal in, I'm going to be for this because I think <laughs> I could rock a pea shooter. I think I could see that. <laughs> All right, Wynan, are you going to be competing against Patrick? I mean, I'll compete. I can, <laughs> I can blow like some pee. But um, no, I'm I'm not going to this. Um, give me some, give me some danger. Like, give me some. I, my threshold now is competitive plunging. And if it's less interesting <laughs> than a fat guy face down in a pool for a minute, then I don't want to go. So right. I don't want to go. <laughs> The one thing, no, it was really hard to find like photos of this. There are some out there. Some of the pea shooter guns look really cool. And I could see getting into building an elaborate blowgun that shoots um, the vegetable peas. So I'm for. Make sure well. you, you the pick vegetable. your words in your Google image shirts very carefully. <laughs> when, you search for when you search pea blower, <laughs> make sure. Your filter is set it's to on as high as possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on uh, to Wynan. Wynan, what's your next topic? Yeah, this uh, I, I was ruminating about uh, one of the topics we did last week, or perhaps the week before that. Life kind of blends together. Uh, we talked about amusement parks, and and we weren't most of us weren't for amusement parks. Uh, but I wanted to ask a question, very similar vein: water parks. Are you for or against water parks? Patrick didn't like roller coasters. These don't have roller coasters. Didn't we literally talk about this last week? And didn't you say that this is the one place in the world where you can still get Legionnaire's disease? Oh, yeah, we did. Okay, not water park. Sporks. Let's talk about sporks. Are we for or against sporks? Utensils. See, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on my feet, but I also have no memory. I thought you said uh, sports. Sporks with a K. Utensils seem like ripe for innovation, and yet the one innovation we've had in the last millennia gets um gets uh kind of derided. Nobody likes the spork. The spork is like a disappointment when you get it. Uh, what do we think, uh, Amanda slash Pat? What do we think? Are you are you a fan of the spork? Pro spork. I 
I wonder if anyone's ever tried to come out with like a metal spork and it just hasn't caught on. Nobody wanted it. But I mean, if, if you're going to be eating somewhere where they give you a utensil and you can have one that does multiple things and you don't have to worry about, I mean, if you're on the go and you, I mean, it's awesome. I like it for <laughs> bro spork. Mike McFadden. I'm, I'm afraid Pat's spork. I'm afraid. Pat's wrong. Um, you can get a non-reusable spork if you go to a camping store. Um, there are certain backpackers who uh, will do everything possible to limit the weight in their backpack, ultralight backpacking. And so by combining your fork and your spoon into a spork, you you know make two utensils into one. I believe the handle is actually also a butter knife. And so it is like a yeah knife i don't know how you pronounce (laughs) that but um yeah i just feel like you know tools are designed to do certain jobs and like it's not like gonna be a good hammer saw it's gonna both be bad at sawing and hammering you're probably gonna get hurt are you that bad at eating that you really (laughs) need a specific i'm just saying I'm just saying it's like a bad spoon and it's a bad fork combined. This is not an innovation that we need. I am against the spork. Full stop. Against. All right. Uh, I too, unfortunately, am against the spork because the the prongs are ornamental. You can't (laughs) really do anything with them. I want to be able to. And that's why I think our scientists, those like are working on like the simultaneous coffee mug slash pipe that we've talked about in the past uh, the bribe. get the bribe people onto a new utensil technology and like that's what we need in this world because we've, we've haven't evolved in a while but i think it's i think it's time for some change so get on it bright people <laughs> all right very good um and just a quick update for our listeners at home uh, the last instagram thing Last time we talked, the Bripe uh, was going to be available 41 days uh, from when we last recorded uh, or from when we last brought this up. Now it's 26 days away. You can get your Bripe in 26 days. So uh, buckle up. All right, Pat, what's your last topic for the evening? It's a simple one. Monopoly. McFadden, go. I don't think I've played Monopoly in possibly ever, but because we had... We had like a like a junior monopoly or something that like when we were kids, like we grew up with it wasn't like adult monopoly or something. And so like whenever we wanted to play monopoly, we played that one because that's the one that we had at home. And then like I just I never played it. I used to work at a summer camp and some of my counselor colleagues would like, hey, we're playing monopoly. And they would spend like the whole night playing monopoly. And like I get why they had fun because yeah, they were playing a game and it was more about being together with the people. But like, I, I never played then and I don't think I've played since and I don't really want to play. So I think I'm against Monopoly. Uh, but in third grade, I thought I won a million dollars playing the McDonald's Monopoly game. And that was exciting. So I'm before you thought McDonald's. You I thought I did because I got you one know that whole the, thing was rigged, right? You, did you yeah. watch that? That was so great. I saw some of it, but uh but I got one of the pieces, the one that everybody gets. I didn't get the actual piece, but for a while I thought I won a million dollars. Uh, I'm against Monopoly. I don't, eh, too long, too much accounting. 
<laughs> whining. Patrick, do you know if it's true? Like I've heard that um, this is a thing that sounds like I would say, but I honestly don't know if it's true. Uh, that Monopoly was originally designed to like teach people about the dangers of like un like unfettered capitalism. And I've yet, heard that. Yeah, but yet we don't. We just <laughs> push past that. Yeah. Get real, real competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Unfe- I, I don't. I I would dare somebody to tell me that more than ten percent of monopoly games that are started actually get finished <laughs> because this game is so unnecessarily complicated it's, it's meant by design to people to have people bankrupt and frustrate each other <laughs> um no this is not a fun game i i dare say it's not a game at all um uh, but yet a lesson in in uh proper regulation so i am against <laughs> Pat, are you a monopoly fan I still can't believe you've possibly never played Monopoly. <laughs> I mean, I've, you know I've almost certainly never played a full game of Monopoly. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure anybody has. <laughs> yeah, because right. yeah, um, it usually ends up somebody's like, all right, you're winning, I quit. Fine, fine, you win. You're Robert Baron. Congratulations, Mr. Rockefeller. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... Uh, I have nieces and nephews, so and they like playing this, so it started happening again. And I don't ever need to play this game again. Um, <laughs> and it's not because I think it's bad or too long or whatever. I've just played it so many times, and it's the same every time. You got to come come with the uh, Gentleman Zombie, that game we made up in Canada. Oh yeah, yeah. I get, let's make I'll, that for real. I'll try that next time. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I'm against probably that's bad. some inside baseball there. <laughs> All right. This um, whole thing is. <laughs> yeah, but usually at least our parents can enjoy. <laughs> I think we've even excluded our parents. You've even excluded me. I wasn't in Canada when you guys went. So I don't even know what gentleman zombie is. So uh, thanks a lot. Okay. Um, we're on to my last topic for the evening. This is another competition that uh, I think could make it into the winter Olympics. And it takes place in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, in the middle of February. This is human dog sled racing. Imagine a dog sled. Imagine a musher, you know, behind it. Uh, But instead of a team of dogs, it's humans. And so it's a sprint in the snow where a team of humans pulls a dog sled and a person in said dog sled for time. Are we for or against participating in? or uh, attending the human dog sled racing event in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin in the middle of February. Let's start with Michael this time. Uh, I am for with one caveat that they switch it out at the, the, the person on the, um, the, on the sled is not a person, but a dog <laughs> and then have a dog be racing the people. Then actually I will go see that because at least I get to see a cute dog. Well, no uh, dogs at all. Pass. <laughs> Fair enough. Pat? How long have they been doing this? How have I never heard of this? I don't know how long that they uh, how long they've been doing this. Um, the article that I'm reading about is from uh, 2016, so at least uh, for five years. I have to imagine that it goes back. Um, I think it's part of. Have you ever gone to like the? It's not ice sculpture, but it's like snow sculpture thing that they do in Lake Geneva. No. Oh, so you basically never go there in the winter, <laughs> <Not> that <laughs> except that one enough. time that we all went. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so yeah, this is a thing that they do there. Um, do you want to go to it? You I, have I, I would enjoy a home there. That. I uh, would not enjoy doing that. That I don't like running. I would not. <laughs> oh, you don't enjoy say running. While <laughs> That's never come up before. Attached to this me. program of ours, I don't even think that I would enjoy being in the sled because it's probably very cold. And then I got to watch people run. I mean, that sounds like bad too. So I'm against... Have you ever participated in a winter festival? More information, please. Basically, <laughs> an excuse to drink outside. And there's a lot of people. They have these... I mean, it's it's a Wisconsin mainstay. <laughs> cannibal sandwiches? No cannibal sandwiches. Um, that's... I think we determined a... Summer Thanksgiving delicacy. <laughs> Thanksgiving <laughs> delicacy. I've been to like a christmas mart where there's yeah like yeah those are fun stuff. yeah that's not what i'm talking about this okay. is a lot more redneck <laughs> uh, i mean it's basically you like nobody's doing this race sober i think that that's pretty clear um so you're yeah. there with the lads and yeah. you're competing no, totally against watch other it. human dogs i'd take a look right. it was entertaining i maybe i'd watch it multiple times but probably just the once I was going to propose that we enter stead no. competition, yeah, but it seems happen. that that's not going to happen. I may have to find some of my more adventurous <laughs> friends uh, to participate in said event. Um, I think the key is to find a musher who is uh, under 100 pounds. Okay, uh, let's go to my <laughs> <A> dog. <laughs> yeah, a dog. Roscoe. Uh, yeah, Mike, Roscoe what's your last topic for the evening? Uh, my last the topic, final topic. Piggy, piggybacks off of your topics, Michael, because uh, mm. we were talking so much about the Olympics. I saw an article that and I'm dropping in just for reference into the chat here. Um, so you were absolutely right that baseball got into the uh, Olympics because Japan thought they could win a medal. And America, being as ingenuitous as, if that's a word, being people of ingenuity, <laughs> uh, are trying to do the same thing in that it's very highly likely that in the 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles, there will be flag football as a sport in the Olympics. Are we for or against flag football, Patrick? Um, this is a real thing that's probably going to happen in 2020. Well, well, first off, you guys started texting um, about the baseball thing, and it's at least the second, if not third time that I did not pay attention to something that happened on the show. And then you guys <laughs> talked about it afterwards. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> um, I don't think I would enjoy watching random people play flag football, but I could be wrong. And all of the best people would obviously be American. So would that be entertaining at all? I don't know. I think I'm against. Okay. How about you, Michael? Uh, I think... You know, any way that we as a nation can assert our dominance globally, (laughs) (laughs) we have to make Um, up sports monopoly. But there's another angle here to this. um, In you said 2028 Olympics, 2028. Yep. All right. So Tom Brady will be 50. (laughs) Is that correct? That is accurate. I would love for Tom Brady to. Come out of retirement, maybe, <laughs> um, so that he could win an Olympic gold medal in flag football um, for these United States of America. Uh, I, I do like the idea of trying to make this sport a little bit more global. I know every year the NFL goes and plays like one game in London or something. Um, 
this is never going to happen. Like football is going to be here in the U.S. Uh, a little bit in Canada and nowhere else. And I think that we should be okay with that. Um, but if we can get some more gold medals, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> Why not? Let's break. Let's break the games like the Japanese did with baseball. That uh, that medal table is absurd. I mean, it's like the basketball, which is like. 15 games you have to win is the same as, you know, a pea shooter. Um, <laughs> I, I won't pretend to say that flag football isn't an athletic sport. Uh, I played it once when I was like 28 years old for like a few hours and then couldn't stand up the next day, <laughs> even though it's non-tackle. I can't imagine what a 37-year-old body almost would be like. Um, I'm looking at this photo of this uh, article I sent to you guys and, and DJ Metcalf, who's a, a former uh, football player. DK. DK Metcalf, excuse me. Um, he, he has his shirt uh, coming up in one of these photos and it is, it's magnificent. The, the, the <laughs> caption, the caption for this picture of this man's uh, bare chest is DK Metcalf's actual body somehow. <laughs> uh, so these guys are very, very fit. Um, but perhaps they should use those things in a sport that other nations play. Um, it's not, uh, you know, it's not very sporting to make up a game, be the only ones who play it and then, uh, and then win a gold medal. So I'm against let's, I did, I did um, like our conversation about other events that, uh, would be in the similar vein that the U S could dominate in. And I Corn did hole. like the idea <laughs> cornhole flip cup. And of course, <laughs> hot dog eating. I want to see Joey chestnut win an Olympic gold medal. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. That's our show. It was a quick one tonight. Um, you can find us on Instagram at four against pod and do us a favor. Next time someone cuts you off in traffic and you want to yell obscenities at them out the window. Instead, just try screaming at them to check out this show. You still get the same catharsis from yelling and we get to spread the word about the show everybody wins thanks for watching and listening uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey we did it again just old friends on the podcast we build a defense on ridiculous topics are you for or against discussing random issues man this show is immense so tune in and choose the side that you sit on the fence man we debate a lot issues boy where do we start i'd also drink milk and self-driving cars you're listening now to for or against so turn the volume up this is for or against